Hallelujah, hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord, everyone. This is Minister McMillan. And today, uh, before we get started, we're going to say a prayer for those who are in the path of the hurricane that's coming in, in the southern part of the United States. So, uh, without further ado, let's bow our heads. Dear Heavenly Father, we give you the praise and honor and glory. Father, we ask that you would cover your children, cover the people who are in the path of, these, of this hurricane. We ask, Lord, that you would keep them safe. You would protect them, provide for them. Those that are in need of water and those that are in need of housing or uh, in need of a place to go to get out of the elements, ask, Lord, that you will provide for them. And Father, those that are in the path of the hurricane, ask, Lord, that you make a way for them to be safe until this hurricane passes over. Father, we ask, Almighty God, that you continue to watch over us and keep us. And we know, Lord, that you are the Almighty God. So we lift this situation up to you, Lord, and we ask you, Lord, to have your way. Watch over your children and keep us safe. Father, we thank you, Almighty God, for doing this for us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Father, we thank you, Lord, for this word today. We thank for the time that we're able to uh, have this discussion. We thank you, Lord Jesus, for being in our presence as we're going through your word. And we ask, Father, that you reveal to us much that we need to know. We ask, Lord, that you continue to help us with our walk each and every day. And we thank you for this also, Father. In Jesus' name, Yeshua Mashiach. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, Lord. Hallelujah, Lord God. Hallelujah, Lord God. Hallelujah, oh. Amen, amen, hallelujah, 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 thank you, Lord, thank you, Lord, thank you, thank you, Father. Today we're going to be reading uh, Genesis chapter 7 as we get into of what God spoke to Noah concerning the evil time. And the Lord said unto Noah, Come though, come through, and all thy house into the ark. For thee have I seen righteousness before me in this generation. Of every clean beast thou shalt take to thee by seven the male and his female, and of the beasts that are not clean 
by two, the male and his female. Of the fowls also of the air by seven, and the males and the females to keep seed alive upon the face of all the earth. Notice how he said keep seed alive. This is what I mentioned the other day. Um, everything on the face of the earth is seed, including man. This is God's seed that he planted here. And man has done a very uh, awful thing, um, destroying the seed in so many different ways. Even today, we see how uh, the seed is being destroyed. Man's seed, they want to think of every kind of thing to get rid of man. And if the Lord continue to allow man to do what he's heading to do, there would be no seed left. And so we know that's not going to happen because it's the Lord's divine plan. From the very beginning, he said, multiply and be fruitful. Okay? So... <clears throat> Let's continue. For yet seven days, and I will cause it to rain upon the earth forty days and forty nights. And every living substance that I have made will I destroy from off the face of the earth. And Noah did according to Unto all the Lord commanded him. And Noah was 600 years old when the flood of the waters was upon the earth. And Noah went in and his sons and his wife and his son's wives with him into the ark because of the waters of the flood. Of the clean beast and of the beasts that are not clean, and of the fowls and everything that creepeth upon the earth, they went in two and two until Noah into the ark. And the male and the female, as God had commanded Noah. And it came to pass after seven days that the waters of the flood were upon the earth. And in the 600 years of Noah's life, in the second month, in the 17th day of the month, the same day, were all the fountains of the great deep broken up. In other words, the bottom of the ground opened up. Because remember, at the beginning, God created the filament, okay? And the filament, there was water. And then he brought the waters together to make the surface, to make earth. So if you break it up, what's under that? Water. There's water. That's what's there, okay? So... 
this is why they say when they open the deep, then that means the water is now upon the earth. Okay? Uh, and the rain was upon the earth 40 days and 40 nights. And in the self same day entered Noah and Shem and Ham and Jaspeth. The sons of Noah and Noah's wife and three wives of his son with them into the ark. They and every beast after his kind and all the cattle after their kind and every creeping thing that creepeth upon the earth after his kind and every fowl after his kind, every bird of every sort. And they went into, and they went, and they went in unto Noah into the ark, two and two of all flesh, wherein is the breath of life. And they that went in, went in male and female of all flesh, as God had commanded him, and the Lord shut him in. And the flood was forty days upon the earth, and the waters increased and bared up the ark, and it was lifted up above the earth. Above the earth. Think about the earth right now. It was lifted above the earth. That means out of space. <laughs> okay. Uh... And the waters prevailed and were increased greatly upon the earth, and the ark went upon the face of the waters. And the waters prevailed exceedingly upon the earth and all the high hills that were under the whole heavens were covered. Fifteen cubits upward did the waters prevail, and the mountains were covered. So they were way, 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 way up there. And all the flesh died that moved upon the earth, both of the fowl and of the cattle and of the, be the beast and of every uh, creeping thing that creepeth upon the earth and every man, all in whose nostrils was the breath of life, of all that was in the dry land died. And every living substance was destroyed, which was upon the face of the ground, both men and cattle, and the creeping things, and the fowls of the heaven, and they were destroyed from the earth, and Noah only remained alive, and they that were 
that were with him in the ark. So, you know, a lot of people say, well, the birds, how could the birds uh, die? Well, that's how high up the water was. <laughs> so the birds didn't even have a chance. Forget mankind. And the waters prevailed upon the earth and hundreds and uh, hundred and fifty days. And God remembered Noah and every living thing and all the cattle that was with him in the ark. <clears throat> okay. And God made a wind to pass over the earth, and the waters assuaded the fountains also of the deep and the windows of the heaven were stopped and the rain from heaven was restrained so mind you it not only was the deep pouring water but water was pouring from the heavens so they were just completely trapped you know just completely drowned um And the waters returned from all the earth continually, and at the end of 150 days, the waters were abated. And the ark rested in the seventh month on the 17th day of the month upon the mountain of Arat. Arat. And the waters decreased continually until the 10th month, in the 10th month of the first day, of the month, where the tops of the mountains seemed. And it came to pass at the end of the forty days that Noah opened the window of the ark which he had made. And he sent forth a raven which went forth to and fro until the waters were dried up from off the earth. Also he sent forth a dove from him to see if the waters were abated from off the face of the ground. But the dove found no rest for the soles of her feet, and she returned unto him into the ark, for the waters were on the face of the whole earth. Then he put forth his hand and took her and pulled her into, uh, and pulled her in unto him into the ark. And he stayed yet another seven days, and again he set forth the dove out of the ark. And the dove came to him in the, seven, uh, in the evening, and lo, in her mouth was an olive leaf plucked off. So Noah knew that the waters were abated from off the earth, and he stayed yet another seven days and sent forth the dove which returned not again unto him any more. And it came to pass in the 601st year, in the first month, the first day of the month, the waters were dried up from off 
the earth. And Noah removed the covering of the ark and looked, and behold, the face of the ground was dry. And in the seventh month, on the seventh and twentieth day of the month, was the earth dry, and God spoke unto Noah, saying, Go forth of the ark, thou and thy wife, and thy sons, and thy sons' wives with thee. Bring forth with thee every living thing that is with thee of all flesh, both of fowl and of cattle, and of every creeping thing that creepeth upon the earth, that they may breed abundantly in the earth, and be fruitful and multiply upon the earth. And see, again, the Lord is saying, be fruitful and multiply upon the earth. Okay? So he is... Um, so he is letting you know that that is his plan. His plan is for us to be fruitful and multiply every living thing on the face of the earth. Anything that deters you from uh, not being fruitful and multiply is not part of his plan. Uh, that's why, you know, it's important if, you know, when... You run into situations like that. Prayer, 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 prayer availeth much, okay? Um, let's move on. Every beast, every creeping thing, and every fowl, and whatsoever creepeth upon the earth after this kind went forth out of the ark. And Noah built an altar unto the Lord, and took of every clean beast, and of every clean fowl, and offered a burnt offering on the altar. And the Lord smelled a sweet savor, and the Lord said in his heart, I will not again curse the ground any more for man's sake, for the imagination of man's heart is evil from his youth. Neither will I again smite any more everything living as I have done. While the earth remaineth seed time and harvest and cold and heat and summer and winter and day and night shall not cease. So as long as these things are happening, the Lord will never do that again. Okay? He's not saying he won't do it. He's saying as long as these things are in, in existence. Okay? Remember the remember uh, uh, Revelation for those of you who uh, have read the Bible. If this isn't your first time hearing. Remember Revelations. Okay? What happens? The stars fall out of the sky, right? The sky gets dark, right? Seasons are gone, okay? Time is gone. All that stuff is gone when he comes back to destroy, right? So that's what he's saying. As long as these things are in existence, he'll never do that again. Let's make sure we're reading that properly, okay? While the earth remaineth seed time and harvest, see, 
and cold and heat and summer and winter and day and night shall not cease. Okay? But when he comes back, these things won't, won't be in existence anymore. They will be gone. Okay? And God blessed Noah and his sons and said unto them, Be fruitful and multiply and replenish the earth. And the fear of you and the dread of you shall be upon every beast of the earth and upon every fowl of the air and upon all the moving move, upon all that moveth upon the earth and upon all the fishes of the sea into your hands are they delivered every moving thing that i every moving thing that liveth shall be meat for you even as the green herbs have I given you all things. Okay, people. Here we are. So, this business about, oh, you can't eat this and you can't eat that. Sorry. Here's the, at the very beginning. Okay? The very beginning. He says, I give you all these things to eat. That includes the fishes. Okay? Any creeping thing, any anything on the face of the earth that you have that's here, he has given to you to eat. Let's reread that again. Uh, Every moving thing that liveth shall be meat for you, even as the green herbs have I given you all things. That's uh, Genesis chapter 9 and 3. But flesh with the life thereof, which is the blood thereof, shall ye not eat. Now, this is what I tell people about eating food that's rare, okay, and the blood is dripping out of it. He tells you not to eat that. But flesh with the life thereof, which is the blood thereof, shall ye not eat. Okay? If something is dripping blood, you're not supposed to eat that. Okay? There are, you have to soak that blood out of it. And then cook it. And cook it well. How do you, how do you, get, how do you get the blood out of meat? Vinegar and water, salt and water, okay? Those are the two that you can use. Or just plain water. Keep, if you don't have either one of those, you keep soaking it in water until you don't see any blood. Okay. And surely your blood of your lives will I require at the hand of every beast will I require it. And at the hand of man, at the hand of every man's brother, will I require the life of man. Okay? People going out here killing people, that's blood on your hands that the Lord is requiring of you because you took someone else's life. You took their blood. 
blood is life, which speaks to the Lord. Remember Cain and Abel. What spoke to God? Abel's blood. Not Abel, it was his blood that spoke from the earth. But the flesh with the life thereof, which is the blood thereof, shall ye not eat. Okay? And surely your blood of your lives will I require at the hand of every beast will I require it and at the hand of man. At the hand of every man's brother will I require the life of man. Okay? So that's what we were just talking about. Whosoever sheddeth man's blood by man shall his blood be shed. For in the image of God may he man. Okay? So if you want to shed somebody's blood, kill somebody, know that the blood know that the Lord's going to shed yours. Okay. Uh, and you be ye fruitful and multiply, bring forth abundantly in the earth and multiply therein. And God spanked unto Noah and to his sons with him, saying, And I behold, I establish my covenant with you and with you. Your need after and with your seed, sorry, after you. Again, he's establishing the covenant, covenant because, uh, you know, because of the flood, and they're starting anew. So he must start the covenant anew. Uh. And with every living creature that is with you of the fowl, of the cattle, and of the beast of the earth with you, from all that go out of the ark to every beast of the earth. And I will establish my covenant with you. Neither shall all flesh be cut off any more by the waters of the flood, Neither shall there be any more be a flood to destroy the earth. So the Lord's telling Noah, never again will he flood the earth. Um, flood the earth, not a portion of the earth. He's speaking of the entire earth. And God said, this is a token of the covenant which I make between me and you and every living creature that is with you for perpetual generations. I do set my bow in the cloud, and it shall be for a token of the covenant between me and the earth. And it shall come to pass when I bring a cloud over the earth that the bow shall be seen in the cloud. And I will remember my covenant, which is between me and you and every living creature of all flesh. And the waters shall no more become a flood to destroy all flesh. And the bow shall be in the cloud, and I will look upon it, that I may remember the everlasting covenant between 
between God and every living creature of all flesh that is upon the earth. And God said unto Noah, This is the token of the covenant which I have established between me and all the flesh that is upon the earth. And the son of Noah, and the sons of Noah that went forth of the ark were Shem, Ham, and Jaspeth, and Ham is the father of Cain, Canaan. These are the three sons of Noah, and of them was the whole earth overspread. And Noah began to uh, Noah began to uh, Noah began to being husb husbandman. And he planted a vineyard. And he drank of the wine and was drunken. And he was uncovered within his tent. And Ham, the father of Canaan, saw the nakedness of his father and told his two brothers without. And Shem and Jasper took a garment and laid it upon both the shoulders and went backwards and covered the nakedness of their father. And their faces were backwards, and they saw not their father's nakedness. And Noah awoke from his wine and knew that his youngest son had done unto him. And he said, Curse be Canaan, a servant of servants, shall he be upon unto his brother, his brethren. And he said, Blessed be the Lord God of Shem, and Canaan shall be his servant. God shall enlarge in Jasper, and he shall dwell in the tents of Shem, and Canaan shall be his servant. And Noah lived after the flood 350 years, and all the days of Noah were 950 years, and he died. Okay. All right. We're going to move into chapter 10, and then I think we're going to stop. Now, chapter 10. Now these are the generations of the sons of Noah, Shem and Ham and Jasper. None to them were born after the flood. The sons of Jasper, Gomer and Magga, and Mikda and Javan, and Tubal and Meshik and Tiras, and the sons of Gomer, Ashkenaz, sorry, and Ripith and Tugamoth, and the sons of Javan, Elijah. Elisha, yes, and Tarshish, and Kitten, and uh, Dudanim. By these were the isles of the Gentiles divided in their lands, every one after his tongue, after their families in their nations. And the sons of Ham, Cush, and... Mitzurim and Put 
and Canaan, and the sons of Cush, Seba, and Havilah, and Sabata, and Ramoth, and Shatakoth, Shat, Shatika, and the sons of Ramoth, Sheba, and Dedan. And Cush begat Nimrod, and he began to be a mighty one of the earth, and he was a mighty hunter before the Lord. Wherefore he is said, even, uh, even as Nimrod, the mighty hunter before the Lord. And the beginning of his kingdom was Babel and Etrich and Arkad. Arcade and Calneth in the land of Shinar. Now one of that out of that land went forth Asher and built Nivea and the city Rehubath and Kali and Rezin between Nivea and Kalia, the same is a great city. And Mezaram begot Ludin and Anim and Lehiim, I'm sorry, Lehibim and Naphtuim, Naphtuim and Path. Rushim and Kasluhim, Kasluhim, out of whom came Philistim and Kafturim, Kafturim. And Canaan begot Sidian his firstborn, and he, and Jezbite, and Amorites and Gergasite, and the Hivites and the Achanites and the Shinites, and the Avatites and uh, Zemorites, and the <laughs> Habmatites, and after. And afterwards were the families of the Canaanites spread abroad. And the border of the Canaanites was from Shaddam and throughout to Gerah unto Gaza and, though, and through Goas unto Sodom and Gomorrah and Adamoth and Zebium even unto Lasha. These are the sons of Ham, after their families, after their tongues, in their countries, and in their nations. And unto Shem also, the father of all the children of Ebner, the brothers of Jasper, the elder, even to him were children born. The children of Shem, Elam, and Asher, and Axphedad, and Lud and Abram, and the children of Amram, 
Uz and Hall and Gether and Marsh, and Aphexid, Aphexid begat Selah, and Selah begat Eb, uh, Eber, and unto Eber was born two sons. The name of one was Peleg, for in his days was the earth divided, and his brother name was Joktan, and Joktan begot Almadad, and Sheleph, and Hazarmoth, and Jerah, and Hadaram, and Uzal, and Dikla, and Obal, and Ab Abimel, and Sheba, and Ophid, and Havala, and Joba, all these were the sons of Jochen, and their dwelling was from Mesha as through goest unto Shifar, a mount of the east. And these are the sons of Shem after their families, after their tongues and their lands, after their nations. And these are the families of the sons of Noah after their generations in their nations, and by these were the nations divided in the earth after the flood. Okay. Uh, let's finish out with 11, and then I will get into uh, what the Bible is about. And chapter 12, And the whole earth was of one language and of one speech. And it came to pass, as they journeyed from the east, that they found a plain in the land of Shinar, and they dwelt there, and they said one to another, Go to let us make brick, and burn them thoroughly. And they had brick for stone, and slime had they for martyr. And they said, Go to let us build us, reach, uh, sorry. And they said, Go to. Let us build us a city and a tower whose top may reach unto heaven and let us make us a name lest we be scattered abroad upon the face of the whole earth. They didn't realize what they were saying, but they were actually uh, putting out there what was going to happen to them way before it happened. Notice they said before, Otherwise, we might end up being spread out all over the earth, see? <laughs> and the Lord came down to see the city and the tower which the children of man built. And the Lord said, Behold, the people is one, and they have all one language. And this they began to do, and now nothing will be restrained from them while they have imagined to do. Go to and let us, go to, let us go down, 
there, confront their language, that they may not understand one another's speech, so that the Lord scattered them abroad from thence upon the face of all the earth, and they left off to build this city. Therefore is the name of this of it called Babel, because the Lord did there confound the language of all the earth, and from thence did the Lord scatter them abroad upon all the face of the earth. See, that's a good example of watching what you say. If you speak it out, Chances are it's going to come about. You have to be careful what you say. Now, they, of course, had uh, decided that they were going to build their way up to heaven <laughs> and make a name for themselves. And the Lord wasn't going to have that. Man had uh, his thoughts were turning wicked. These uh, had they said, uh, let's let's build up to uh, let's build a tower high, and make uh, sacrifice to the Lord and glorify Him, praise Him. That might have been different, but that's not what their plan was. These are the these are the generations of Shem. Shem was a hundred years old, and he begot Axphet two years after the flood. And Shem lived after he begot Axphet 500 years and begot sons and daughters. And Axphet lived five and 30 years and begot Salah. And Axphet lived after he begot Salah 400 years and three. 400 and I'm sorry, 403 years and begot sons and daughters. Selah lived 30 years and begot Eber. And Selah lived after he begot Eber for 403 years and begot sons and daughters. And Eber lived 430 years and begot Peleg. And Eber lived after he begot Peleg 430 years and begot sons and daughters. And Peleg lived 30 years and begot Reu. And Peleg lived after he begot Reu 209 years and he begot sons and daughters. Reu lived 230 years. I'm sorry. Reu lived 2 and 30 years and begot Seru. And Reu lived after he begot Selu 207 years and begot sons and daughters. Seru lived 30 years and begot Nahor. And Selud lived after he begot Nahor 200 years and begot sons and daughters. See, the time frame is getting shorter. 
And Nahor lived nine and twenty years and begot Terah. And Nahor lived after he begot Terah a hundred and nineteen years and begot sons and daughters. And Terah lived seventy years and begot Abraham, Nahor, and Haran. Now these are the generations of Terah. And Terah begot Abraham, Nahor, Haran, and Haran begot Lot. And Haran died before his father, Taran, in the land of his nativity, in year of the Chaldeans. And Abraham and Nahor took them wives. The name of Abram's wife was Sarai, and the name of Nahor's wife, Mitchka, the daughter of Haran the father of Mitchka, and the father of Iska. But Sarai was barren, and she had no children. And Terah took Abram his son, and Lot the sons of Haran, his son's son, and Sarai his daughter-in-law, his son Abraham's wife, and they went forth with them unto Ur of the Chaldees, to go into the land of Canaan. And they came unto Haran and dwelt there. And the days of Terah were two hundred and five years, and Terah died in Haran. Okay, and we're going to stop there. Now, I want to get into the book, what the Bible is all about. There's a passage in here about the fall. After the flood, the world was given a new start, but instead of spreading out and re and reopening the earth as God had commanded, they built the great tower of Babel in defiance of God and their independence of God in judgment. God sent a confusion of tongues and scattered them abroad. The human race was then divided into nations, speaking different tongues according to Noah's three sons. Shem, Ham, and Jaspeth. Shem's son settled in Arabia, okay, and to the east. Ham's son settled in Africa, and Jaspeth's son settled in Europe. The great uh, Jewish historian Josephus uh, declares that the Tower of Babel was built because the people did not want to submit to God. As we read the story of Genesis 11, 1 through 9, 
The narrative seems to imply that the people were at the cross purpose with God, and as a result, there was this confusion of tongues and in uh, and disposition abroad. A difference in tongue tends to separate people in more ways than one and to check progress in commencing in the arts and in civilization. At the Tower of Babel, people in their pride try to glorify themselves, but it's God's purpose that people shall only glorify him. If you read Genesis 10 and 11, okay, you will find the basis upon which the nation was divided according to the three sons, Noah, Shem, Ham, and Jasper. You will also find the reason for the division. The main body of Noah's descendants seem to have migrated from Armenia, where Noah's family left the ark, back towards the plains of Babylonia, where they built the tower. Okay. All right. Uh, this next portion has to do with the uh, next chapter we'll be reading, and that will be chapter 12. Okay? All right, everyone. Um, That's going to be our reading for tonight. I hope this was a blessing to you guys, uh, those who were listening in. As you can see, even though the Lord washed out everything to clean, to start anew, and even though Noah was chosen uh, to um, populate the land, him and his sons, uh, already they've gotten off to a rocky start. And, of course, the uh, family lines, as you go from generation to generation, people begin to forget uh, what happened. And they begin to lean towards the old way again, uh, the way that the Lord destroyed the earth for. They're starting to uh, get wickedness in their heart. And so the Lord had to show them again, this is not going to happen by separating them and sending them all over the world. And this way, uh, that's Okay, of course, man. Okay, everyone, thank you for holding. Uh, let's quickly pray out. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you, Almighty God, for this word that you've given us tonight. Father, we thank you, Lord Jesus, for guiding us, teaching us, and showing us the way. We ask, Lord, that you continue to do so for us. Father, we give you the praise and honor and glory. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Amen, everyone. This is Minister Macmillan saying have a blessed evening and good night.